Hello, my friends, and welcome to Back to Heart. I'm your host, Sierra Day. If you can hear that, that is my cat who is going to be a guest on this podcast today. She's begging me for an early dinner. Thank you for coming in and listening today. I've been feeling a lot of connection to myself, to spirit. I was listening to a few podcasts this morning on spirituality and religion and listening to those podcasts. You know, when you when you listen to anybody talking about spirit, there's often something that lights up and reignites within you if you if if they're truly speaking from a very connected space and this podcast was called on being and it was it was my first time listening to a podcast episode from this it's been saved in my my podcast to listen for a while and i finally clicked on one and it was something that i really needed to hear and I noticed myself in the past hour, like trying to get back to that feeling that I was having when I was listening to the podcast and feeling the podcast and hearing their words and feeling their words. And I feel like that's a good metaphor for spirit and God of these moments where we feel so deeply connected and so deeply understood and so deeply heard. And then there's other moments where it feels like we're existing in a void and there's silence and we feel really alone. And I typically go in and out of that throughout a day. Sometimes, you know, I feel really, really connected for weeks on end. Sometimes it's a fleeting moment. I feel like a a big part of me is always trying to get back to this feeling that I had when I first started really touching into my spirituality which was really deeply in 2020 because that's when I went through my mindfulness and meditation teacher certification. And we all had a lot of space and I took that space to have a lot of time and have a lot of space and nurture a lot of spiritual safety and spiritual connection. And I just sat in a lot of silence and in silence, you are able to touch deeper into your spirit and into spirit and hear what we need to hear, feel what we need to feel. And I feel myself constantly trying to chase that, that feeling of connection, even in my life today, where my life today is very different. I have a lot more responsibilities and my life feels a little bit quicker now. And so I notice myself trying to always get back to that place and always come back to that connection. And my practice and I think my work is in my personal life is trying to let those waves come and exist and ride ride with them and not be constantly trying to go over it and trying to get to the next pause before the next wave. Um, and instead just being with whatever wave is here and whatever moment is here and knowing that spirit has not left me and that God has not left me and that my connection is always accessible when I when I give myself some space for quiet and pause. I just came back in from doing some yoga outside and 
one of the things that I was thinking about earlier today that I like made a mental note and I actually might have made a physical note in my phone to talk about to make a podcast talking about this because it's been something that I've been thinking about for the past few years not just since maybe more than a few years because it hasn't just been since COVID it's really been since 2017 so about god how many years is that going on six years now which is crazy but since 2017 it's been something that I've been thinking about of learning how to slow down period just learning how to move slower how how much our lives are impacted by living and existing in capitalism and I'm not going to go into whether or not capitalism is good or bad in this episode um maybe not ever I don't know maybe it'll be something that I touch on but there are components of capitalism that has created and encouraged hustle culture that I have been a part of being an entrepreneur and working with a lot of business people I just realized I've been watching myself on zoom and I made a a note before I started this podcast episode to look at the camera uh, because for those of you who watch on YouTube, I want to be speaking to you, not speaking to myself. Uh, if you're listening to podcasts, this is no relevance to you. But being in that culture, being in hustle culture, it doesn't just exist in the entrepreneurship, but it's it's very heavy there in that space. But being within family homes as well, being a nanny for 10 years, Almost every single home that I've been in, whether they're entrepreneurs, they have a nine to five, or even stay at home moms, experience this pressure of capitalism, of hustle culture, of needing to keep up with something and constantly be in this space of more, uh, more power, more money, more, more just more it's more of more of everything to to create something you know i don't think that these intentions are not coming from a, a space from from a good space i think that uh, or are coming from a bad space i don't think that these these moms and these families are are moving at this quick pace to cause harm i think that it's coming from a desire and a seeking for safety, a seeking for reassurance. And speaking from personal experience, like that is absolutely where my my hustle and my drive and my my running has always come from. It's come from this space of seeking safety and seeking some reassurance that I'm going to be okay. And so making more money and doing more helped me to try to fulfill that but i never really got to the state of fulfillment and i'm still in this place of like battling and and coming into acceptance with having that desire of like oh i should be doing something more i need to be doing something more i need to be doing more i need to have more influence i need to have more impact i need be i need to be making more and being outside just now, I was with myself in in 
I don't know if I would call it meditation. I get it's it's a piece of meditation. It wasn't like a deep practice, but I was in a, a state of pause and uh, in a state of slowness, moving through my stretches and my yoga and playing with my cat and laying down on my mat, laying in the grass. I was just in this space of beingness that felt really good. And I started doing this practice. I think I might have mentioned this on another podcast episode. I don't I don't remember. But it's a a bilateral movement, taking your hands. If you're watching the YouTube, you can see this, but I'm going to try to describe it to the best of my ability to the podcast listeners. Taking your hands, holding them out in front of you, flipping them so that your palms are facing you, crossing them in front of one another and hooking your thumb so that it looks like a butterfly or a bird flapping its wings. You know, if you make shadow puppets on the wall Um, and then taking those hands hooked together, placing them on your chest, like where your heart center is right in front of your, um, in your ribs and pulsating. So patting one hand at a time on your chest. So this helps to it has both uh both sides of your brain are active when you're doing this movement there's several different ways to to do this but this is the one that i really like and i was teaching someone this the other day i was doing this outside just now but the other day i was teaching someone this and it reminded me of this experience because this person and i am not going to name their relationship to me or, or who they are but we had been having a conversation that started to get a little bit more heated. There was more emotions involved. I noticed myself like my system was, it was fully on, it was fully activated, meaning I was feeling upset. (laughs) I was feeling frustrated, overwhelmed, annoyed, I think was the biggest one, like misunderstood. I was feeling misunderstood and therefore I felt really annoyed. And parts of me were really just wanting to continue to go at it, continue to to create more turmoil, emo- emotional turmoil, and to keep this turmoil in my body. But then there was another part of me that wanted to slow down and to give comfort and safety to my system. And so I started doing this exercise and I, I asked this person to do it with me, if they'd be willing to do it with me and to take some breaths with me. And so we started doing it and it was really helpful for me. I did it for about two minutes, but a few paths in, this person told me that they didn't like how it felt, that it felt weird, and they didn't like how it made their brain feel, that it made it feel really slow. And they said that they they liked the, the high stimulation in their body uh, that they're used to. And so this padding, this this movement that slows down the emotional stimulation in the body and, and helps to regulate our system felt really uncomfortable for this person. And from my perspective and my opinion of it is there's there was a safety and a, a comfort more so, less of a safety, more of a comfort in being familiar with that high stimulation, that high activity of the emotions, of 
uh, the discussion of the conversation. And so coming down and grounding to have honestly a more productive conversation felt uncomfortable for them because it's not something that they're very used to. And at first there was frustration because I just wanted to have a, a, a productive conversation. I wanted to have a conversation that that worked and where we could actually get somewhere and it wasn't just us going back and forth in space of emotional trigger. But then there was a, a realization of like, this isn't my responsibility to regulate this person's body. You know, I gave them a tool that could help them and now it's it's their choice if they want to use it. But it did give me another perspective on how we desire, I think we all desire a slowness or a, a safety that can come with slowness, but actually melting into that slow, grounding into that slow, allowing that slow is really uncomfortable and weird. And I remember my, my first few moments of meditation when I was learning how to meditate there was so much inner judgment and weirdness I just felt weird like that is the best way to describe it I felt weird I felt like a dork I felt goofy I felt silly it felt just really like so uncomfortable I was trying to like get out of it and most of the time I did, I wouldn't actually sit in my meditation. I would end it early. I would find some other distraction until I started building that muscle. And I would like practice going just a little bit further and just a little bit further and just a little bit further, like pushing that safe edge. And I don't feel like I'm in that place where I used to be, you know, in 2020 when I was doing my certification my mindfulness and meditation teacher certification, I could sit for 30 minutes, an hour in silence and be okay and do guided meditations. At this point, I don't have a consistent practice. I feel safer in slower situations. I feel like I can slow down. I can catch myself in, in most moments and I can exist with a mindful movement in my life both in the mental and the physical. But I don't feel like I'm at that level that I was in 2020 for a multitude of reasons. But back when I was learning how to, to do all of this, it was so uncomfortable. And so seeing that happen in front of me with this person, it just reminded me of that feeling of uncomfortableness and slowing our systems down and how, how much aversion we have to that, especially if you have like a fiery personality or have experience and trauma in, in households that have abuse or where there was just a lot of turmoil physically, emotionally. And turmoil doesn't always mean like colossal chaos where there's yelling and screaming, although that definitely contributes. But, you know, those, those places of silence in homes where there wasn't a safe space to express, where you had to suppress who you were, that is also turmoil. That's that's turmoil where you're not allowed to be as you are. And so then that can create 
a lot of mental thinking on on hyperdrive you know your your mind is constantly over analyzing and thinking and so then that creates the fast pace as well like the fast pace mental existence but being involved in these homes and seeing how quick we all exist and we all live it just reminds me and even i you know my my business can be fast paced too i work with kids i do private events i do bubble parties and it's fun sometimes to exist in that place if there is intention and what's the word i'm looking for i'm like if there's a groundedness about the movement i guess if there's a structure behind a, a structure and an intention behind movement you know it's like the yin and the yang there's there's not one without the other you can't just constantly be in a place of zen all of the time although you know buddhist practice this or and, and monks practice this but if you're existing within society uh within our western society it can be very very challenging to just exist in that yin place but you have to have some kind of yang within that so learning how to to navigate and direct your yang. One of the things that I was thinking about today when I was thinking about movement, I was thinking about how important it was, like how beautiful it is for these people with these really fiery, quick-witted, quick-thinking, creative spirits and and hearts, like how important these people are to our society and how important they are for our homes and for our creations they are are they are the fire they are the ones who who help to create the momentum and the movement but there's also an importance of the the water and the earth energy who can create some structure around that movement and can help to slow down when there's there's a need for slowness. When I was thinking about this, I was thinking about this metaphor. I was I was thinking about a river. And I was thinking about how a river moves at different paces in different levels of its journey. So in one moment of the river, there is a there's rapids. There's quickness, there's there's a lot of movement, there's a lot of chaos. And then just around the bend, God, that sounded like a Pocahontas song, but it's true. Just around the bend, there is slowness and there is a gentleness, but there's still movement. And all of this is is necessary for, for some type of momentum and some type of structure. With the fire energy... I was also thinking about how like how fire also creates like water water has this movement and fire also has this movement but I was thinking about how if if fire isn't learned like if fire doesn't learn how to contain itself and how to to hold the container of fire it burns through everything eventually if you think about a forest fire if you think about you know if you if you light a tiny leaf on fire and that leaf starts a flame at the base of of a dead tree and that 
flame begins to build into a bigger and bigger fire. And that dead tree, then that the fire of that dead tree starts to leap and jump onto surrounding leaves and and grass and vegetation and trees, it's going to keep spreading. And that momentum builds and builds and builds and it it burns and it will create devastation if it isn't learned how if you don't learn how to structure the fire if you don't create a container for it and then you have to have helicopters coming around and and pouring buckets on the fire and then the water is like trying trying a lot to 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 help to contain the fire so there's an importance there in in fire and learning how to navigate navigate themselves but there's also like there's also truth about i'm not placing a good or bad on water or fire like fire is a beautiful element again i said like creative energy is insane and beautiful with the fire energy but you also have to be conscientious of the energy of water and not overpowering the fire because if you do you put out the flame and you can't light a wet log on fire so there's an importance of the water element and learning how to structure and contain their i get containment is not the best word for the water energy like fire there's containment is a better word for water the best thing is learning how to navigate its flow learning how to navigate its movement so that you can be like water and you can move with the energy but you're not overpowering the other element so learning how to slow down our systems is keeping these elements in mind and and harnessing them and recognizing when we are needing to, like when we are seeking safety, how are you seeking that safety? How is that showing up in your life that's creating an overstimulation or an overwhelm? And you are trying to manically create these, these circumstances in your life that ultimately we don't have full control over. You do have a certain extent of control over finances and how much you work and all of the thing, all of those things. But when you're trying to do it in a way that that is uh, manic or trying to do it in a way where you're trying to to push an outcome, that's when that's when there's an imbalance and slowing down our systems and creating that safety for me knowing or trusting rather not not so much knowing but trusting and having faith that i am provided for and that i will always be provided for is something that i can rest into when i get into that place and and speaking that there is like this feeling of of privilege that exists behind that you know, being born into a, like a financially privileged, I'm not like overly privileged, but I was born into a financially privileged where I was provided for. Like I wasn't thinking about my next meal um, because there was always food in the fridge and and things like that. Like there is that level of 
of privilege. Um, but there's also this where I'm seeking that knowing and seeking that trust of I'm going to be provided for. It's me putting in this this work, you know, I'm doing my service in life. I'm I'm serving my people in the way that I need to serve. And I'm not trying to to pull out all the possible money that I can in order to create an overabundance so that I don't so that I can create this total peace and a uh, a freedom from fear. I am creating this safety and this trust, not so that I don't have any fear, but so that I can trust in in the in the spirit, in this this power that is going to show up when I need it. And for me, I can say from my own experience, that has always proven to be true. When I started to create a safety in my system, when I started to slow my system, and I I did this in a variety of different ways, that it, this is why I've created this podcast, therapy, plant medicine, God, church, and, you know, this communion with God and, and church, I don't just mean that in these four walls of of a of a church of a uh, stereotypical church that you would, that you have may have experienced by church i mean like showing up in community of people who are in service to others people who are in service to spirit who are connected to spirit uh, there's there's so many different ways to learn how to slow down our systems and get reconnected with ourselves and i hope that you can find that and that you can rest in that and that you can get into this practice of trust and faith and come into come into more peace and safety that is that is my hope and my wish for you thank you for being here thank you for listening to this podcast i will have future episodes on many of the things that I spoke about today. If you would like to see a specific episode talking about something that is heavy on your heart or that you would like more knowledge around or that you would like my opinion on, please feel free to email me or reach out to me. All of my information is in the show notes and you can find me on all social media there and follow along on my journey. Thank you for being here, my friends. I will talk to you soon.